coming to you from a cozy little condo high atop old Fort Ward, Atlanta. Welcome, Welcome to The Ron Show on America One Radio. Here's your host, Ron Roberts. And a happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day to you. It is Monday, January 16th, 2023. And uh figured today what we would do is look back at a recent speech that Dr. King gave in Great Britain days before receiving the Nobel Peace Prize. So this speech given to the London group Christian Action was given on December 7th, 1964. Let's listen. I want to talk with you mainly about our struggle in the United States and before taking my seat, talk about some of the larger struggles in the whole world and some of the more difficult struggles in places like South Africa. But that is a desperate, poignant question on the lips of people all over our country and all over the world. I get it almost everywhere I go and almost every press conference. It is a question of whether we are making any real progress in the struggle to make racial justice a reality in the United States of America. And whenever I seek to answer that question, on the one hand, I seek to avoid and undo pessimism. On the other hand, I seek to avoid a superficial optimism. And I try to incorporate or develop what I consider a realistic position by admitting on the one hand that we have made many significant strides over the last few years in the struggle for racial justice but by admitting that before the problem is solved, we still have numerous things to do and many challenges to meet. And it is this realistic position that I would like to use as a basis for our thinking together tonight as we think about the problem in the United States. We have come a long, long way, but we have a long, long way to go before the problem is solved. Now let us notice first that we've come a long, long way, and I would like to say at this point that the Negro himself has come a long, long way in re-evaluating his own intrinsic worth. Now, in order to illustrate this, a little history is necessary. It was in the year 1619 when the first Negro slaves landed on the shores of America. And they were brought there from the soils of Africa. Unlike the Pilgrim Fathers who landed at Plymouth a year later, they were brought there to gain their wills. And throughout slavery, the Negro was treated in a very inhuman fashion. He was a thing to be used, 
not a person to be respected. The United States Supreme Court rendered a decision in 1857 known as the Dred Scott decision, which well illustrated what existed at that time. But in this decision, the Supreme Court of the United States said in substance that the Negro is not a citizen of the United States. He is merely property subject to the dictates of his owner. And it went on to say that the Negro has no right. Now the legal history that of the white man is bound to respect. At its beginning in 1896. This was the idea that prevailed Many during the days of racial slavery. segregation has been a reality of slavery. It became long, necessary to give time justification for it. That this, you know, it seems to be a fact of life that human beings cannot continue to do wrong. Country, just a little without eventually reaching out old. for some thin it rationalization with to clothe known as a an obvious wrong in the beautiful garments of righteousness. Which said in substance, and this is exactly what happened during the days of slavery, facilities could exist, and it made now the doctrine of separate but equal. Even misuse the Bible and religion. We all know what happened as to a result give of the some doctrine. justification for slavery and, and to crystallize of the, the patterns of the status quo. Without the slightest that the Negro, the Negro was inferior by nature because of Noah's curse upon the children of Ham. The bleakness of nagging injustice. Then the Apostle Paul then Dixon became a watchword. Servants be obedient to your master. Supreme Court of our nation in 19. One brother had probably read the logic of the great philosopher the legal body Aristotle. And on May 7th, you know, Aristotle did a great deal renounced to bring what we now know as formal logic and philosophy. In substance, that the old precedent that is a big that word known as the syllogism, which has a major premise, and that the segregated child and the conclusion. And so this brother decided to deny that argument for the inferiority of the Negro and the framework so of an Aristotelian syllogism. That he could say all men are made in the image of God. This was the major premise. Then came the minor premise. God, as everybody knows, is not a Negro. Therefore, the Negro is not a man. Then this something was else the kind happened. of reasoning which uh, that prevailed to all of our hearts. Well, living with the conditions of slavery and then later segregation. struggle in Birmingham, Alabama. Many Negroes lost faith in came to realize. Many that came to feel that perhaps that country had to grapple they with were less than a sense of concern and a sense Many of Many came to feel that they were He made inferior. a great speech. Few days this, it seems before, to me, is the greatest really tragedy the of slavery, the, of the greatest tragedy of segregation, not merely what it does to, to block that the individual physically, but what it does Mr. to one psychologically. To have the national soul segregated as well as the segregator. The nation and said in it gives the segregator a problem sense of superiority of civil rights. While leaving the segregated with a false sense of inferiority, it is not merely this is exactly an what economic happened. issue. Then something it happened is to the Negro. Circumstances made it possible and necessary for him to travel the Constitution. The coming it of the automobile, the upheaval, the world's Great Depression. As we ourselves would and like so to his be rural plantation background gradually gave way to urban industrial life. 
The most comprehensive economic life was gradually rising through the growth of industry of our great nation. The development of organized labor and many expanded educational opportunities. For a period, even this cultural life was gradually rising through the steady decline of crippling illiteracy. like to talk a lot. All of these forces conjoined to cause the Negro bogged down in the paralysis of analysis. And they were the Negro masses on and on, on, and they wanted to began talk that to re-evaluate President Lyndon Johnson got to work. He started then something else happened along with all of this. He started meeting day in and Negro day out the United States people in the country, turned his eyes and his mind to Africa. As a tribute to he the late President Kennedy, drama that also in the tribute taking place on the, the stage of African history. And as an expression noticing of his dedication to the American dream, noticing what was, was happening that day last summer. Noticing what that was being done on the part of his black brothers and sisters on in July Africa 2nd gave him a Johnson new sense of dignity in the United States and a new sense of land. self-respect. And so in America now we Negro have a civil rights bill that he was somebody. And I'm happy to report to his you. His religion revealed to him that God that loves all of his children. In communities and that all, all men are made in his image. We have seen some and that the basic thing about a man is not his specificity, but his fundamental in some communities, not the texture of his hair or the color of his skin, but his eternal dignity and worth. Getting better. So the Negro in America can now cry out unconsciously with the eloquent poet, fleecy locks and black complexion cannot forfeit nature's claim. Skin may differ, but affection dwells in black and white the same. And were I so tall as to reach the pole or to grasp the ocean at a span, I must be measured by my soul. The mind is the standard of the man. And with this new sense of dignity and this new sense of self-respect, a new Negro came into being with a new determination to suffer, to struggle, to sacrifice, and even to die if necessary in order to be free. And this reveals that we have come a long, long way since 1619. But if we're to be true to the facts, it is necessary to say that not only has the Negro re-evaluated his own intrinsic worth, the whole nation has come a long, long way in extending the frontiers of civil rights. And I'd like to mention just a few things that have happened in our country uh, which uh, reveal this. Fifty years ago, or even 25 years ago, a year hardly passed when numerous Negroes were not brutally lynched by some vicious mob. Uh, fortunately, lynchings have about ceased today. If one would go back to the turn of the century, you would find that in the southern part of the United States you had very few Negroes registered to vote. And by 1948, that number had leaped to about 750,000. In 1960, it had leaped to a million two hundred thousand. And when we went into the presidential election just a few weeks ago, that number had leaped to more than two million. We went into that election with more than two million Negroes registered to vote in the South, which meant that we in the Civil Rights Movement, by working hard, have been able to add more than 800,000 new Negroes as registered voters in the last three years. This reveals that we've made strides. 
Then when we look at the question of economic justice, there's much to do, but we can at least say that some strides have been made. The average Negro wage earner who is employed today in the United States earns 10 times more than the average Negro wage earner of 12 years ago. The national income of the Negro is now a little better than $28 billion a year, which is all more than all of the exports of the United States and more than the national budget of Canada. This reveals that we have made some strides in this area. But probably more than anything else, and you've read about it so much here and all over the world, I'm sure, we have noticed a gradual decline and even demise of the system of racial segregation. More of Dr. King's pre-Oslo Nobel Peace Prize speech after this. More Ron Show on America One Radio after this.